Bottom line, up front. Russian military intelligence indicted by U.S. Department of Justice for global crime spree with more to follow. I'm Eric Garland. After 20 years delivering intelligence to world leaders, a mobster owned by Russia took the White House, and I started giving daily intelligence briefs directly to the people. This is Game Theory Today, your source for global events, clear analysis, and appropriate profanity. Guys, it's time for some Game Theory. It is October 20th, 2020. Because of the indictment of the Russian Main Intelligence Directorate of the GRU, or GRU, yesterday, on October 19th, 2020, I'm putting together some serious research on both the Mueller indictment and the latest charges and additional information available in the open source on this topic. This is going to take a little more time, but as in the recent episode on the likely bribe of the state of Egypt directly to Donald Trump during the 2016 campaign, this is the only real story right now, and it needs its proper due diligence. It's going to take me a few more hours. Why? Because the counter-narrative to this whole global corruption scandal coming out through a few knuckle-headed politicians and all the destruction is that there has been a, quote, Russia, quote, hoax. In reality, it has never been a hoax, and it has never been just Russia. Just like Christopher Steele told us back in that dossier, uh, one of the things he pointed out about Russian uh, sources was those close to the Kremlin said, yeah, we're really glad they're just focusing on us because there's so much more to this. So I don't really care who urinated on whom in the in Moscow one time, but that part is still really interesting. And the recent Egypt bribe potentially to Donald Trump, potentially being likely, let's just get some subpoenas in all that. There's a lot here and you got to dig in because there's been multiple years of this counter narrative of it's a Russia unquote hoax unquote. So we're getting past that. I have some more open source intelligence to do, and I will report in when further intelligence has been collected and analyzed, likely in a matter of hours. In the meantime, I'd like to share one of the original drafts, if you will, of this very podcast, the Game Theory Today podcast, the date of which was May the 3rd, 2018. Yes, 974 years ago. Oh, wait, okay, okay. But for what your regular life would have been like, Two and a half years ago, but, you know, in this environment, seven millennia, I forget. Um, I like to return to these once in a while, and hopefully it'll tide you over as I do some guru research and figure out how to pronounce everything in Russian, uh, you know, precisely. Because, uh, you know, overall point is, man, it's been a long time company coming for all of this. And a lot of the news today really isn't new. And it's when I go back and listen to these, I'm like, right, right, that thing. Oh, wait. It, that's in Rudy Giuliani. That's in the news right now. It's just been so crazy. It takes a while to sink in for everyone. So if you've been on the vanguard, if you've been on the cutting edge, these things take a little while. So, uh, you know, then everybody else joins in and then you can all share in the same cognitive space. Very esoteric, but it's not when you're reading things and going, hey guys, you get this. And they're just like, well, do you think there's a Russia? Does it do Russia things? It takes everyone a, a while to get on the same page. Hopefully this will speed up once we maybe have a president that's not a Russian asset. We'll see. In this May 3rd, 2018 episode of the Game Theory Today podcast, I cover Rudy Giuliani. He's going to prison and he's admitting everything, plus saying Bill Clinton did it all, apparently. Um, Trump is blamed for ta tap ping Michael Cohen. 
Uh, the same way the FBI did his towers, which is to say uh, they just found out that the FBI grabbed 30 years of records, 16 cell phones, and had a warrant or two on some special stuff. On this day, Ty Cobb, the attorney who I believe started fights with uh, Natasha Bertrand over email back in the day, which looked strange then, still looks strange. Uh, he was finally gone, which didn't look strange, and Emmett Flood was in, an attorney who had personal experience in presidential impeachments. Wow, that was a bit of foreshadowing. And Kanye West, Russian intelligence asset. Yes, I said it back then. I still stand by it in its way. Why? Because it's not just the provocatio or the, the political provocation ops, but because Kanye was also going on Alex Jones's show. And I do a little mentioning, as I have for some time now, that, um, you know, as much of a, a joke as Alex Jones is, he had a strange amount of knowledge of uh, the attacks of September the 11th, 2001, in July of 2001. <laughs> you should really listen to it. It's a little uncanny. Uh, and uh, jumping off that, I explained the difference between intelligence officers, agents, and assets. By the way, the Russians have about 22 more terms for that in the spook world, and why Kanye seems in the common parlance to be an asset of someone, maybe Russia, but uh, we'll see. Also, some stories about Hobby Lobby and the trafficking of historical artifacts to finance uh, something, because uh, suddenly at that point they started returning stuff. Uh, and just a reminder, Senator Josh Hawley, who this past evening was just saying that if you're from a blue state, whatever that is, uh, maybe they won't give you money to survive um, COVID. Uh, Hawley worked on the Hobby Lobby Supreme Court case. So <laughs> that's interesting. And then a little bit about why Thomas Friedman of uh, the New York Times and wherever, uh, you know, is talking about globally things, but seems strangely unaware of Chinese intelligence operations. So with that, uh, while I do some other research, a little bit of nostalgia here with the May 3rd, 2018 Game Theory Today podcast. Check it out. It'll seem nostalgic and still fairly accurate. Stay frosty. Now, with English subtitles available upon request. No, probably not. Live from our volcano lair. No, that's not true either. All right. It's the Game Theory Today podcast, cause things get stupider every day, and I got a podcast about it, and occasionally hell, hell, and how stupid it is. May the 3rd, 2018, and it's getting dumber in here. Is it me or is it getting dumber in here? Got um, Rudy Giuliani. Just want to start by talking about Rudy. Because I'm kind of getting to like that guy. I'll tell you why. Oh, he's going to jail, so I don't care. Um, but he just shows up now on, on television. He's like, we did that shit. So uh, did you guys know about the porn star hush-up path? Yeah, yeah, we did that shit. Like, no pretense is going away. Um, so, like, the Russians, yeah, we met with them. Yeah, yeah, I met, I met some Turks, met some Russians, paid off some porn stars. We did all that shit. Yep. It's all cool, too. Uh, Clinton did it. It's just like Clinton. Right. Um, so that's pretty fantastic. That's what he's he's showing up to do. Um, speaking of the team here, big bombshell at noon here. Trump tap, tapped Cohen's wires. Not really. It's the FBI. But remember when they were doing that to Obama? This sort of thing like when Trump's tweet, like Obama personally runs the FBI. 
He tapped my wires just for meeting with Russian spies. And an election year. In an election year, I ask you. Um, and turned out, uh, you know, that was not true. But it is true that uh, Trump's own attorney and or fixer and or uh, to hear our friend Greg O'Lear uh, uh, guess about it, maybe his handler, uh, Michael Cohen. Uh, you know, gets wiretapped. I mean, how many FISAs has that guy had thrown? His his father-in-law is a uh, Ukrainian oligarch, I believe, who died not long after the election. Nothing dodgy there, kids. Uh, so anyhow, yeah. So they've seized 30 years of records, 16 cell phones, and maybe they, maybe, maybe they did, you know, they pulled a warrant to find out what the content of the calls. It probably happened. Um, other things in Trump news, you got uh, his attorneys are gone. Ty Cobb. Man, when you've lost Ty Cobb, when you've lost Ty Cobb, uh, in favor of Emmett Flood, who was apparently one of Bill Clinton's attorneys um, during the impeachment or provided advice. Anyhow, that's interesting. Trump's in the place where he's hiring people that know how to advise uh, impeachment stuff. Huh. What does it mean? All so mysterious. Yep. So... That's moving at its glacial pace uh, or super fast. I can't tell which. But uh, tell you something else that's on the on the radar screen. Kanye is a Russian intelligence asset. I said it online. I said it in the main room, not in the lounge, because I was feeling a little saucy. Um, this was after it was announced that after going back and forth and saying a bunch of stupid shit about slavery and you know praising the great leader Donald Trump. He's going on uh, Alex Jones's show. Now, Alex is just a straight-up Russian intelligence asset, if not a witting one. Um, from, t- from my perspective, Jones seems to front-face a lot of stuff that uh, Russia gets up to, and he has straight-up agents like Roger Stone on, and he is running political provocation ops. So he ain't on our team, guys. Oh, by the way, if you go on YouTube, you can find a video of Alex Jones describing 9-11, the terrorist attack, in July of 2001. That's pretty neat. He guesses the details real, real close. So check that out. Anyhow, uh, Kanye has been up to all sorts of stupid stuff. Um, I think when they look at his relationship with the Kardashians and some of the activities the Kardashians get involved with, why... This is why you have to be careful about describing somebody's relationship, say, with Russian, Russian intelligence. There's a few layers of this. I'll go through it for y'all. Um, you've got officers, intelligence officers. These are dudes or women who are trained from the motherland. They are from Russia. They are Russian nationals, and they are trained with the FSB, the SVR, or the main directorate of military intelligence, the GRU, or GRU. Um, and they are expensive, and the state puts a whole lot of resources into them, and those guys run the orders of the Kremlin. And after that, you have agents that can be witting folks that are flipped. They are recruited somehow, um, usually some version of MICE, which is the which stands for money, ideology, compromise, ego. You can get people to flip to the Russian side through either blackmailing them into it or convincing them it's in their best interest or they're part of some ideology that works with this. And uh, and you get yourself an agent who will help you do all your stuff. From there, you go to 
assets, and those are people that may or may not know what you're up to, but they represent some form of value for the overall intelligence service, and they can be run in operations, or as we say, ops. Um, run mean meaning being manipulated by agents and or officers. Um, and then you get to what they will call Polesny Durak, or useful idiots, which are people that really don't have anything to do with the structure of the intelligence operation itself, but they are susceptible to propaganda. They're, they are likely to go along with whatever you suggest. So when I say that I think Kanye is an asset, I do not think that he's a Russian intelligence agent. Uh, I don't think he's an officer of the, the Guru or SVR. I would be very shocked. I'd be very shocked if he were. Um, but I think that he does uh, political provocations um, that are now lining up more and more with Donald Trump. And that mofo is uh, an asset, if not a straight-up agent of influence, if not a straight-up agent of the Russian Federation because of his ties to organized crime, Donald Trump. And uh, when I see Kanye going along with that, I'm like, hmm, well, it sounds like you're kind of an asset at the very least. And uh, I know that's going to get some snickers. I already got some fun emails this morning. Um, but I stick by it, and we'll see what, how it comes out. Uh, there's a whole lot of people who are on the other team who they just think they're regular crooked. They don't know who the real boss is. So we'll let them figure it out uh, when the FBI tells them so. Uh, some other things that have hit the radar for me, Hobby Lobby returns all these ancient Sumerian and Babylonian artifacts from Iraq that they purchased. Hey, uh, if ISIS was running everything and they were ransacking all these museums and Hobby Lobby paid cash for that stuff, were they funding ISIS? That's, that's terrorism. I mean, that's pretty serious. So maybe Hobby Lobby aren't just doing political provocations trying to outlaw goddamn birth controls uh birth control pills maybe hobby lobby is dirtier than we imagine it'll be interesting to see uh one of the things tom friedman had this thing in the new york times and he's talking all about china and china's important and look before they get too big and not one mention of chinese intelligence operations he mentioned a little bit on the uh stealing intellectual property side but not the i don't know weaponizing an entire generation of grad students to do it um or any number of of their operations in the south pacific and australian politics and all that yep tom tom friedman He's, he's a thought leader on globalization-y, planet-y, flat-world-y thing stuff, but doesn't realize that China has intelligence operation. So interesting. What an interesting guy. So it's going to get dumber, folks, and I'm going to go along with you, and uh, I really got to get back to work on my fifth book. It's going to be called A More Perfect Future. Should be out sometime soon. My agent's going to kill me. But just putting that out there so somebody holds my feet to the fire. Where's the book, Garland? This was another edition of the Game Theory Today podcast. I'm Eric Garland. I'll see you guys in the lounge.